0: And that's how it got nicknamed. And my agent be saying, have you got your formulas? Have you got those IELTS formulas with you? I said, yes. So it was a no-brainer. I just kept it because I thought, well, that's exactly what it is. It's an
1: IELTS formula. Welcome to the Glam and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Takara Suet, Head of Partnerships at Wavebreak. On this show, we talk with leaders of beauty, fashion, and lifestyle brands. We dive into their stories, lessons learned, and perspectives on how the industry is ever evolving. Subscribe and join us each week as we glam and grow. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call. Joining me today on the show is Wendy Isles, internationally acclaimed celebrity hairstylist, and CEO and founder of Isles Formula. Thank you so much for joining me today, Wendy.
0: Pleasure to be here, Takara. Thank you, thank you for the invite.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on. So I'm really excited to dive into your story today and hear more about how you transitioned from top celebrity stylist into product developer and now founder of Isles Formula. So take it away.
0: (laughs) It really is a very good and real and true story. I think there's many brands out there that would dream to have this story because, firstly, it was never part of my plan to be president and founder of a hair care company. As obsessed with hair that I am, that was not on my agenda. Working on these celebrity clients globally, I was executing a lot of hair campaigns at the time. Lot of their advertising campaigns, but I was doing everything with them. But hair was the big thing, and on those campaigns, one of my big customers came along with a policy no more hair extensions, which is quite a catastrophe <laughs> if you think
1: about it. Because no, most a secret everybody has hair extensions, well, kind of, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Good to know. So I would have to
0: be executing these hair campaigns without the extensions, so I knew that if I could just find a conditioner that would repair the hair, but it had to be instant and it had to be on all hair types and work in all climatic conditions with or without air conditioning, for example, in India or Bangkok because my highway was global. If I could find a conditioner that closed the hair scales without weighing the hair down, I was halfway home because... I'd have to remove extensions on these very famous people. I'd be obliged to use their own hair. So I knew that if I could make this process happen with a phenomenal conditioner, I could turn five hairs into looking like 5,000 on high-speed film. By using sticks and strings through the hair very fast, I can create this volume in the hair, but I must not have one snag, one split end or one snag. A snag is when the hair scales are sitting up. Long story short, it took me three years. It took my life savings. I found it. The conditioner I have today in the IELTS formula range is my jewel. It is the reason everything happened. The reason we're a brand today is because of that conditioner. Those celebrities that were in my chair started to give me orders for it because they'd never seen their hair in such phenomenal, nurtured state. So uh, long story short, they started to give me six-month orders, 12-month orders, and that is how the signature collection got boxed up. Which is, which is our main SKU. It's the DNA of my brand and it is our bestseller. That's uh, why we're famous today. So um, it found itself. My company found itself through its performance. It was That's up. amazing. So, I'm, yeah, so, so I, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to just do this for them because, you know, they were giving me big orders six-month orders and a year's order, it was kind of a no-brainer and I thought, well, if nobody else ever buys my product, it doesn't matter. This is a business in itself and it was quite easy back then because I knew exactly what I had to produce. The hardest part, in fact, was finding a producer that would do such a small quantity but that may change because there is a big trend happening right now and an enormous focus on niche brands and I believe a lot of those manufacturers that were you know wouldn't take you under a 5,000 product buy-in let's say um, they will be focusing I believe on smaller niche brands because that is the future in hair care and beauty.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point. So I, I love this story. So talk to me about the, the process of the day when you were like, I'm really gonna scale this. Uh, talk to me about the process of finding somebody to formulate uh, your oh, ingredient. Well, how, like, how do you go from being a top stylist to actually making this a business beyond, you know, a little bit of a side hustle for lack of a better word.
0: It's all really been organic growth. We're a family business. Okay, my husband had we went into business just giving my celebrities their, their orders. So IELTS Formula was born. I, I put those orders, those three formulas in a beautiful box. And I put my name on the box, IELTS Formula. And have a great name that, as well.
1: So that, that helps.
0: It kind of happened like that. And then no advertising, very little PR. As successful, well, I mean we're global now, five years later, we're global, we're with the best landmark stores around the world, and we're with top salons globally. So it's all been word of mouth because we haven't had those million-dollar budgets to pour in on PR agencies and press and everything else. We've been any money that comes into the business goes straight back into development. Um, and it, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, we, even in last year, the, the COVID uh, 2020, with most of our salons around the world closed because of those COVID restrictions, we had phenomenal growth. I don't think there's many companies out there that can actually say that. The power was the formulas and the way they perform it makes people speak about us.
1: While so many people suffered in 2020, e-commerce was on fire. So I'm not that surprised, especially any like at home beauty services or, or not services, but products, um, anything to make anybody feel better or, you know, and yes. healthier with like just skyrocketed. So, yes. so talk to me about kind of, how you've pivoted the business from a really strong retail presence, which maybe maybe you still have versus kind of yes. focusing on e-commerce.
0: It was interesting, actually, because it was exactly this time last year when we had to close down.
1: Yeah, it was exactly. Um, a year ago. Yeah.
0: yeah. My, my company is American, and we had just left New York because we knew the closures were happening and arrived back at our home in France. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness here we are, our landmark stores are closed, our sounds are closed. What am I going to do here? So I thought, all right, I need to reach out to my supporters, which are our customers, in fact. And I know I'm not, you know, social media, I am self-taught. And I'm certainly not used to being in front of the camera. But I have a beautiful orangery in my garden which is I turned into a daylight studio and I bought myself one of those ring lights and I thought, okay, I'm just going to get on here and I'm just going to talk to my iPhone, <laughs> video myself and talk about my formulas and why they're so spectacular and talk about the raw ingredients and teach people how to drive them to perfection. And then I loaded those I didn't even know how to edit these things. A lot of them, this time last year when I was doing them, were very raw material. And I look back on it now and I think, actually, that was one of the successes. I am the brand. I mean, the brand is me. It's every, My soul is in those bottles and it wears my name. And I think it put a face to the brand. And I think the consumer that was watching those videos, it even brought us closer together because of the rawness of those videos and the fluffs that I made as I was speaking because I didn't even know how to edit them. And remember, we're all in confinement, so I couldn't even get help from somebody professionally. (laughs) So a lot of those videos um, are still up on IELTSformula.com under Wendy's Tips and Tricks. I, I kind of left them there because and uh, they even wear the title COVID-19 films. That drove, I believe, um, the web sales. The other is, of course, we're a nurture company. That's what we deliver, nurtured hair. And when you're in home confinement, you want to be nurtured. And it's not about gels and hairspray and all these stiff dos, it's about soft, sumptuous, nurtured hair and nobody does it better than we do and we do it from the very first application. So people get wowed immediately and that's how our internet sales grew and I was educating them at the same time. So they were were learning about the product by watching the videos. I think that was the machine. I'm pretty sure about it, the machine that um, helped to drive our sales last year.
1: I love that. I think people really gravitate towards authenticity. And and if you are, you know, you actually are your brand. Nobody wants to hear from anybody else. They want to hear from you. Yeah, I don't think it always needs to be some fancy, elaborate video. I, I think real... Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think it really resonates with people on a, a deeper level, especially during during a time like COVID, like nobody's yes. life is perfect. Every, you know, everything's a mess, Absolutely. You, just see, you know, behind the curtains, what's going on in, in people's lives. So mm-hmm. let's talk about branding. Uh, I, I noticed on your website, your packaging is phenomenal. It's super Thank premium looking, very clean looking. I think it looks fantastic. It almost kind of looks like a perfume bottle packaging to me. Almost. Yes, like so I, I often get that. I don't but know. If thank just, you. I, I take that as a big compliment because I did it all myself. It was kind I of, I was going to ask, like, did you hire a, a team to, cause you know, you're a, you're a, a hairstylist and, and not yes. really a, you know, yeah. a designer in terms of, um, yes, brands, no, that process. I,
0: I knew that
1: it, you know, I
0: work a lot from gut feeling intuition is super powerful for me. So, I found a manufacturer and I was going to deliver this to my celebrity customers, I knew more or less, well, actually very much so, the logo. So you're halfway home with that. And I knew I wanted white because I'm a fanatic. I'm a visual. I work with visuals. You know, my whole life is visual. So I imagined these had to be beautiful vessels that stack beautifully together together. Um, and it needed to be white so it was pristine and clean and it would go to anybody's bathroom. That's how it all began and then I knew I wanted a cross and I knew I wanted a cross that lit up somehow and if you photograph these bottles in the right light, you'll get the cross that becomes like a torchlight. So because I'm finicky about details And I was giving these to my most prestige celebrities and royals. I wanted it to be perfect, absolutely perfect. Um, So the cross was there always. And I think that for me um, meant nurture. It it, It meant care for me. So I adopted that as my logo. And then Isles formula did not come from me. When I was doing those hair campaigns travelling the globe, it came from the production companies and the hair companies that were employing me. Um, They nicknamed my product when I was making it up for those campaigns, Isles Formula. And they'd, they'd be saying to my agent, well, we want to book Wendy Isles for this emission in Moscow, let's say. Please be sure she brings those Isles formulas. And that's how it got nicknamed. And my agent be saying, have you got your formulas? Have you got those Isles formulas with you? I said yes. So it was a no-brainer. I just kept it because I thought, well, that's exactly what it is. It's an Iles formula. And then Paris, New York was the highway that I did the most. Paris, New York. Paris, New York. I, had, uh, I have a place in New York and I have a place in Paris. And then I used to fly from New York to wherever and Paris to, New- to, to wherever. And I, I liked the idea of using those two cities. Paris, New York speaks a thousand words about possibly what this product could be like. If we said Antwerp and Berlin, you would think something else. If we said Los Angeles and Sydney, it would be something else. But Paris, New York just felt perfect because it was my highway. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. I love that. Two, two of my favorite cities, actually. Uh, yes, so, mine too. Talking mine too. about formulas um, – how, what was the process? Did you, was it what kind of what you were already doing for yourself or what was the process? No, sh- these are my formulas. These are my bespoke formulas the, my
0: signature collection, which is a collection of three formulas. It's the DNA of who we are. And that's what my celebrities received. So although I started with the conditioner, I created a shampoo soon after sulfate free, paraben free, silicone free. And uh, then I created the finishing serum. So these were the three formulas I was using on my World Circuit and they are the three that I boxed up. So um, the formulas are formulated to to really they work best when they're used together. In fact they're phenomenal if you use them together. Um, and the formulas have not changed. Um, I, there's one thing I did I, in the finishing serum that I used to use, when I was bottling them up to give to my celebrities and royals, I thought, okay, so they're going to be, you know, until now I've only ever used these formulas in the studios. So I never had to think outside the box other than the day of the film. But as I'm handing them over to them to use, At their liberty, I knew, and most of my celebrities live out of Los Angeles, I knew that they were under, um, how do you say, hot sun, um, climatic conditions, humidity, and I thought, I can do this, so I'm going to do it. I added protection against humidity, UV, heated tools um, into the serum, and that's the only change I made. Everything else was exactly as I was using it on that global circuit.
1: And it works for all hair types, jackpot every single time. That's incredible. I, uh, I can't wait to try it. We'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So so talk to me about uh, new products maybe on the horizon or kind of what your, your, um, your schedule is typically like for launching new products.
0: One thing I'm finding that opened a lot of our salon
1: doors was, first of all,
0: the impress they were so impressed by the performance. And secondly, that it was a very tight, unique um, amount of skew. I have six skew in total, and they are a shampoo, a conditioner, a finishing serum. I have a curl serum as well, and I have a hair mask. And you can buy them in different um, quantities, like 200ml, litre, and we're about to launch 500 mil. So um, the the other power of my brand is that minimalism with maximum results, let's say, um, and that is another new um, need in today's world. Women don't want a cupboard full of hair care products that are just very ordinary. They want simplicity, but they are searching for clean, green, with maximum performance. Definitely. And that's what we deliver. So I must never lose sight of this for my brand. Remember, first of all, we are not a revenue-driven brand. I don't need any more in life than what I have, to be quite honest with you. I I, um, we're not a revenue, but we are, as it is, we are growing rapidly. Um, We are a performance-driven brand first. So everything I do, I'm thinking performance. I need to make it the best I possibly can. Um, That sets us apart from most hair companies, hair care companies out there, because I don't think I know of another one that is not um, revenue-driven. So there is an enormous amount of integrity Around our brand, and my responsibility is to keep the integrity in place and not pollute my brand with noise. That means never putting out a formula unless it is perfect. Understand it can take me up to three years to sign off on a formula, it's a long process. Moving forward in growing the brand, I have The perfect nurture brand as it is right now, and I'm five years in at branding that. I don't want to pollute that much more. I do have some ideas and I have some very good formulas that I will be putting out, but I'm taking my time. We are going to make a bridge across another area of beauty and that one I can't really talk about just yet, but that's coming. And that should be launching in about two months' time.
1: Oh, great. So, so not too far away. I'm sure. It'll still be
0: nurture, appreciate. yes. It'll still be nurture, but it will just reach a different audience. So I'm, I'm, I'm but still uh, um, hair is involved. So um, I'm very thrilled about that very excited about that actually
1: we'll you definitely know. be on the lookout for the new product i'm sure it will yes. be nothing less than perfect and I, and i think you make a good point it's like i think there's a lot of pressure for brands to constantly be pumping out new products whether they're amazing or not i think i think consumers have kind of expected constantly new but why do you yeah. need new if what is existing is perfect you know what I mean. well so,
0: my I my experience yes my experience is the less performant a brand is, the more they have to put out. If you notice, a very poor performant brand will be probably twice a year putting out a, new, a formula with new written on the bottle. The old way customers, I'm not talking about the newborn customers because customers have changed. They've changed in the last year they're thinking very, very differently and they're very, very educated. They've had a lot of time at home to educate themselves.
1: (laughs) Very (laughs) true.
0: But before COVID, a consumer will buy a brand by the colour registering in their mind or the brand registering in their mind. So they'd go to the supermarket or the chemist or wherever they're buying from And they just go to it. Now, if they weren't happy with it last time and then they come along again and they say new written on the bottle or new formula they sometimes write, um, they'll think, oh, it's new. Okay, well, I'll try that. So they they stay connected to the brand. This is happening a lot with those what I call mass market brands. They're going to have to clean their act up and cut their SKUs down because People, the consumer is so well-educated and very precise about what they're looking for these days. there
1: will be much more niche on the market. I think that's a great point and, and something I'm kind of thinking in my head of like minimalism and it's sort of the same thought process. It's like less is more. And oh, uh, time, you know, even myself, I'm like kind of a product junkie. And then I kind of always go back to my old favorites and I'm like, why did I buy all of this, you know, makeup or this when I kind exactly. of really end up sticking to what I love anyway. So it's, um, yeah, I think it's, it's like practicing minimalism and purchasing really great products that work for you and uh, not deviating. Cause every time you do, you regret it. So.
0: Yes. And I know with professional salons that we work with, They, I mean, I hear it all the time from these salons. You know, when my salespeople, sometimes I would join them in America when they were opening up these top salons and it would be like, oh, my God, you are a breath of fresh air. That's how they would speak to us, like breath of fresh air in an oversaturated market. And they were complaining how... um, these brands that they had on their shelves, you know, every 12 weeks there was another product coming out. They just couldn't digest it anymore. They just couldn't. But we know, I mean, I know it's very obvious to me why the brands were doing that because they are pumping out product because they're revenue driven and they had um, the goal to pump the brand up and sell it off for millions of dollars. That's what they do. But they need a lot of skew to do that. By bringing out a new skew, you will always pump up revenue.
1: Definitely, but I think that's also probably a little bit of a different thought process between, you know, somebody who is founder of, you know, ten plus brands or a private equity company versus, you know, somebody yes. who was a professional in a space and then pivoted into yes. building a product. So true. So talk to me about 2021 and your vision, you know, from a marketing standpoint, if you're kind of going to focus a little bit more, maybe on e-commerce, uh, do you have an in-house team? Like has, has the team grown? Do you, well, do you know oh yes,
0: everyone is exceptional at what they do. It is rather a small team, but a very, it's a very tight team. We have just uh, taken on this year, the vice president of Oribe, he approached us. And he's now, Jay Morris, he's now our vice president and wonderful to work beside him. So he is guiding us to bigger and better things. We have a very high-performant SEO and digital team working out of Hong Kong, um, very forward-thinking digital, so this is amazing. We're working on, you know, as it, although the, the digital is, the e-commerce is extremely important to us as we're growing, our salons and our landmark stores are too as they're opening up because we really do believe that possibly by this time next year there will be an, ex- an explosion of business when COVID is out of the way. So we're working on a nurture program, a very good nurture program to give back to our salons and stores. So we're in the process, deep in the process of that right now. So these are all things that we're tying ends for uh, for this year. Um, and I have my new SKU that's launching but of course, you know, I never stop. I'm, because it takes me so long, I'm even in my sleep, I'm thinking about where I could go next
1: with wow. something phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard to shut it off for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have time for, for one last question. And I mean, you sort of just answered this, but what would be the number one thing you want to accomplish in 2021? Maybe let's go with personally. What, what, what do you look forward to getting back to doing, um, you know, hopefully post-COVID life? You know
0: what? Because remember, all my life, I was running, 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 yeah, running. Yeah, it sounds like you've like, had,
1: You should write a book. I would love to read it. It's probably fun. Uh,
0: you know, I was just running from job to job to job. My husband's, it's its a known fact, he used to meet me at the airport at Charles de Gaulle with a change of clothes because I'd go from the snow in winter in Moscow to um, the heat of L.A. or Bangkok, let's say. So he'd have, you know, take the winter clothes and hand me the summer. So that was my life for years. So if anything, I got my life back again. So I got to be home,
1: and I've absolutely loved it. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. your, your number one accomplishment is to stay home. Got it. And you know what? I think a lot of people <laughs> can relate to that. We've had so much oh, to with. It has been. I mean, mind you, IELTS
0: formula takes every breath I breathe. I'm at home, and I wake up to... Uh, hundreds of emails from Asia in the morning and then, you know, I'm working with Europe and then New York wakes up at 1 o'clock here and then 3 o'clock Los Angeles wakes up and most of my team are in Los Angeles and that will go into the night up to midnight sometimes. So it does take every breath I breathe but I'm my own boss. I'm here if I want to walk away from the desk and walk downstairs and go out into the garden, I can. It's my, it's my choice. I've never had that. I've always been there for others. So I've actually loved getting my life back. So if I'm going to change something, I guess it would be I will think twice about taking a flight. I've understood how much home means to me. So I will try and keep an equilibrium in between
1: home and work. What an amazing feeling. You're, you're quite the global woman, but it was wonderful getting to hear your story. It was fascinating. The people that this really spoke to, where can they find more information about yourself and IELTS? Um,
0: IELTSformula.com just about has everything. Uh, there's a part on there about me and the beautiful women that I work with. There's lots about the company. There's the story kind of written down there. And there is a bank of beautiful reviews, authentic reviews.
1: You, I love You, you read the,
0: the it. reviews
1: <laughs> and yeah. you see the love that people have for this brand. Well, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. So I will make sure the link is linked down below. Thank you thank so you. much for coming on the show today. It was wonderful chatting with you. And uh, thank I you, great. Thank you for your interest.
0: I appreciate. And those that are listening, thank
1: you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to all future episodes. For show notes and resources mentioned, go to glamandgrow.co. This show is produced by Wavebreak. If you're an e-commerce marketing leader who wants to take your email and CRM program to the next level, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call.